a voice from a woman to a woman can change the world. I started a production company called Excel Key Film. I do stories that speaks on behalf of my community. We can never do this without our father, our brothers, our friends. Every woman has have already cried. Not only tears of joy, but also tears of other problem that she's facing in her life. If women come together and share experience, this will this can make uh, women to be more stronger. Hi and welcome to Oslo Media Pods and this is Chaitra. Today's guest for the show is a storyteller, a filmmaker, co-founder of Exile Key Film Production based in Kakuma refugee camp. She has worked on stories from the displaced and affected communities, won awards for Best Film Kenya, Best Script in the Feature Film, Best Actress for her movie, It Has Killed My Mother. Her vision is to use the power of film to educate society. Let us welcome international emerging filmmaker Amina Vrimo Otensa. Hi Amina, how are you doing today? Hi Chaya, I'm fine. I am healthy. I'm That's happy. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Could you tell our listeners how you are part of Oslo Media House? I was invited as a guest speaker at I Empower Me conference in 2019 which was held at Oslo Media House. I came to Oslo to share my story. I had a speech. I had a lot of experience when I came there. Where are you now and what do you do these days? I am a refugee. I live in Kakuma refugee camp. I'm in Kenya. I fled my home because of the civil war back in 2009 and I've been living in in Kenya for so many years. Uh, as a as a Nadia said, I'm a filmmaker. I do stories that educate I do stories that speaks on behalf of my community. I do stories that re- re- respond to the uh, to what is affecting the what is affecting my community. Yeah. And currently I after finishing my study, I started a production company called Excel Key Film. Uh it's a production company run by refugee youth in Kakuma. and we produce we produce our film we produce refugee stories we produce uh short films we produce uh educational films we produce we some sometime we do have a uh, uh, photo shoot with with clients and also we sometime we do get contact with with the NGO around here in Kakuma but our aim is to use the power of the film to educate the community to speak about what is happening to us in the community to also to educate about the thing that are affecting us in the community my I'm also passionate about telling stories for 
with and about women, especially those women who was affected by the war and displacements. And I really love making film for women because uh, women's stories and the, the, their strengths and resilience are not shown in the big screen. And I believe that if a voice from a woman to a woman can change the world and can, can make people realize what women are capable of, can make my sister, my mother, and my, my uh, community to see from another perspective and also to change the narrative that people have in, in the society about women. How has pandemic changed your life in Kenya? So, uh, the COVID-19, it's a change of the culture. It's affecting everyone. And mostly, the COVID, uh, they told us that it's affecting the rich and poor alike. But the reality in where I'm living, in a refugee camp, being in, in, a, in a place where the measures that are there to prevent ourselves from COVID-19, it's really hard to implement. Looking at, looking at, at the world, the poor and the, the immigrants and refugees was hit much harder in the world. And looking at my career as a filmmaker, it's really bad, it's it really hard to, to move because uh, most of the time when you are on set, you have to go maybe with crew, seven or 10 crew. But because of COVID-19 and the, the, the measure of social distancing, you can only have four or three on set, which can make a work very slow. And also, it can, you have to make sure that the crew that you, are, you have you has to be able to perform twice her duty. Yes. Or, because there is no another person who is going to help this other thing. And, and also, looking at me as a storyteller, I always produce film that educates the community. And with this COVID-19 pandemic, we can't have screening around. We can't have, we can't do the, the thing that we always do before the COVID-19, which is a bit hard because I need my story to, to reach as many people as I can. And I can only do that if I submit my film to film festival, I submit my films to, to other platforms where people can be able to watch and, and learn from the message that is there. But because of COVID-19, I can't travel. I can't go to this, the, the, the festival. So as a filmmaker and going to festival to see how people are watching my film, to see how people are, are getting a message for my film, it's really good that and that thing keep us moving forward because after the judges give you uh, the result that you won, 
and and your film is doing great now you will get a chance to work more harder so that you can continue performing and doing the amazing work and keep on teaching the community uh, looking as a film as a source of income it's a bit hard to get job it's a bit hard to get where to 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 get employed like without covid before covid you you was able to get uh, to be called outside Kenya, to be called outside kakuma refugee camp maybe to go another another place in in nairobi or nakuru in another pro, in another um, part apart from where you are living but because of covid you only stay where you are yeah looking yes. at the the curfew and the, you you cannot leave the place that you are and without leaving there is no way you will get money there is no way you will get contracts and yep. if you get contract it's yep. outside the camp you cannot leave and if you get contract from this other place maybe from kakuma it won't be the same before like without covid so looking at the the livelihood part looking at the creativity looking at how we we share the message to community it's really affected because the, because of covid-19 but as a filmmaker as a as a as a uh, people who want to fill the gap that is in the in our community we will find our, we will find a way to move out of this thing and could you share what you're working on at the moment what is your current project uh my current project is about women it's more of women empowerment i want to show the 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 pain the resilience the hope on of women on a big screen it's a story of a woman who was uh, who who explained her journey from kakuma to kaku to from uh, his home country to kakuma the challenges the struggle that she went through during the war protecting herself protecting the children protecting everything around her so that everyone can be safe until he reached here and when he was in kakuma what happened to her and that means the struggle that women are facing in kakuma after fleeing for their life now combining this what they are living now in in, in the camp so it will be kind of a, a parallel story of a host community and uh, and a uh, and a refugee who is explaining the struggle of women in another in any in in their own way yes so i'm yes. trying i'm trying to combine and being a refugee or a citizen or someone from a woman from africa can be going through a lot in a different way but they are feeling pain in the same way they are suffering in the same way the only thing that is there it's only that one is a refugee and one is not a refugee but the pain 
or or the suffering or the gap that is there it doesn't choose that you are who it's it can affect any woman around so it's it's kind of a story of of resilience a story of how women were going to use their power to see something in in another perspective you know have you started with the f- film production have you started with the filming of the movie not yet um uh, i will start the film production maybe in in november because uh, for in from my side i feel like this is a very strong and a very uh big film for me and it's need money to produce it it's needs so many things that's why i'm trying to finish first with the um, with the i've already finished the script writing now i'm breaking down the script so that i can know the budget yeah. of the film and after that i'll be able to try and find some friend or relative who can help to produce the film so yes, are now you, are you trying to uh, are you ready to uh, look for crowdfunding like you know you can uh, there are so many organizations which can help you like you tell that i want to make film about certain topic and they will help you to get money from the crowd or people who are watching you uh, i have a friend who i have i have a friend who's i i i was introduced she introduced me to to um a friend i, I think that friend live in germany i don't know or barcelona barcelona so yeah. i barcelona yeah yes i talked to we we had one one call together with a friend and he is willing to start something so that i can i can make something like a crowdfunding so that i can get some money to produce the film so he just say let's just try this maybe we can get something what is your opinion on the current state of women empowerment you know i i believe that if women stick together if women come together and share experience this we this can make a uh, women to be more stronger than one person than one woman work alone and try to 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 find a way to get justice you have your own story you have your own struggle me too there is no woman who has never cry to this in this world every woman has have already cried not only tears of joy but also tears of as a problem that he's facing she's facing in her life so i believe if you have a very strong problem i have another strong problem and another woman we come together we can we can we can um, we can make our strength together and have a very strong uh, a very strong and fight together so i love exactly. i i i know that women empowerment is really something that is needed to us to the world 
and we can we can never do this without our father our brothers our friends because we we cannot live to the, in this world without them and and what is your vision for next year amina uh next year next year i have so many things on my plate i i will never stop doing film i believe next year i will be doing the post production of my film and i will be also at the university and i will in and during the time that i'll be at the university when i'll be at the university uh i'll be recording every step of my journey every step of what i will find there because this is something new to me i've never been to the university or college because i fled my country when i was still in high school so now this is something exciting and i believe that the journey that i will find there i will make it i i will write it so well then if it will be for four years then after that i will come with my book and give it to an editor and see my experience if i can be able to to have even some pages of a book just a small book that i can share with people and read more about my experience at the university and my experience as a refugee my experience as a woman and everything that is my plan for next year Before we end this podcast, would you like to share a memory from I am Pahomi conference which held at Oslo Media House in 2019? Oh my god. I have uh, so many memories of Oslo Media House. Uh I don't know where to start because people at the Oslo Media House are now my family my sisters um i remember when this this i will never forget this when i was coming i knew that my flight is at this time then i prepared myself i went to the i started the journey just imagine it was it was the 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 traffic was crazy i was feeling like jumping <laughs> from the seat to go to the airport eh reaching at the airport the vehicle the the the, the plane has already left i felt like burning my whole body then i was like no this can never happen like i called Then after after I knew that the the plane has already left then I said this is bad luck that means I won't go and this was my dream to go to Europe at least luckily I I thought you the, the um, Oslo Major House team would be mad at me I know I'm I know that 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 it's it it's it's they're right like it's 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 okay if they they were mad at me because 
the flight was expensive but i missed the flight i knew that i won't go again but i received a message then they told me amina don't worry we will find a way for you to come here i was like what oh my god that was mind blowing as that i wish then when i arrived at the 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 at in the norway i when i reached there I meet with the uh, Pedro. <laughs> Pedro Kevoni. <laughs> Do you know Pedro? <laughs> yeah, I Pedro. Yeah. Pedro came for me to pick me. So, Pedro, Pedro, I think I don't know if Pedro knew that. He didn't knew that I don't I'm not I'm not I'm not um familiar with things that He thought that I know everything so I've been like something like that from the airport. No. That was my first experience. <laughs> so he was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> there <clears throat> there I went there. So, when I was going, I was like, "Ah, oh, I want to see this. I want to see this woman. I want to see this woman then uh, first i asked nani uh, pune that is is this one woman will be there that was nadia then she said yes she'll be there then i went say ah no i want to see this woman who went through a lot because she's very strong and powerful woman i can't even stand near her she's away from me like she's she's very strong i want just to meet her then when i saw her i look at her then i hugged her I say oh oh she's like me <laughs> she that she's not really proud of herself like you know when you have done something brave some woman or some other people become like ah uh, like with so many uh, so many pride but she was just normal calm and like every woman no matter how what she went through she's still just laughing and then after that was the talk i share my experience i share my thoughts i share my life i share my life story i learned a lot from many people i met with you you are there fighting for people who doesn't have space to this world i was like what cuz you know lgbti people here in kakuma they don't have a space they don't have a place they they are just isolated somewhere alone in a place all only all of like if you you are trans transgender you are just say that with those transgender people not with the community because i can be a congolese but i'm a transgender that means i will stay with the congolese but because of discrimination in the community you are not, you are not allowed to stay there so you will find yourself in a transgender community you, but you and if you are friend to a transgender it's another problem they will start thinking that you two you are the same 
So you try as much as possible to say hi from far and you don't mingle a lot with them. But I found you, you are there defending them. Like you don't even care about how the society are seeing them. You are fighting for them. You are telling them as your friend, as your family, as your, your sister, which was like, oh my God, there is a woman here who is trying to show the difference. Which was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. The food, oh. <laughs> Everything was looking like flowers on the table. <laughs> the food was like flowers on the table. You see this? What is this? It's like flour. <sighs> no, I don't want to eat this. <laughs> yeah. Mm. The worst part was the time that I... I was saying goodbye. Because I was feeling like, oh my God, why don't I stay here? Why do I need to go back in the camp? Can can I tell, can I stay, can I, how? As in, I had so many questions. I've been living in the camp for so many years. Then I get a chance to go, to come here, and I'm going back again. I don't want to go back. I don't want to leave people who treated me as a family. Because what I realized with Oslo Media House, you doesn't care about where you're coming from. You do, they doesn't care about your nationality. If you're beautiful, short, skin, everything, they don't care. They, they do care everyone there is a family. Being a man, being a man, being a woman, being an old man, being a young, it doesn't matter for Oslo Media House. Everyone there is a family. And they doesn't care if you doesn't know English or you doesn't know how to express yourself. As long as you are a human being, that's what matters to them. Because no matter what you are doing, you are going through something that you, want, you need to be empowered with. You need someone to take your hand and help you to go out of your, your problem. And that's what Media House is for. Not for class or for luxury things, but for coming together, for living together as a family, for like... That's what I have learned, which is really amazing. It's not, it's not like every, everywhere I went. Uh, another thing, when we were in the meeting, in the Oslo Media House, they, they listened to your idea. They listened to you. Everything that you have to say, not like uh, only one person has to say something. No. Everyone here, even if you have a dot and that dot is needed to build something, they want that. They want that so that the package can be complete together, not with one person, which is really amazing. And I'm willing to come back. <laughs> and do you remember? Do you remember the time that I saw the balloon? Of course. <laughs> the balloon. Of course. I, I still want those balloons. I wish, oh my God. Do you, I love balloons. I love so much. <laughs> yes. I remember that uh, really well. I, I, I also have uh, a video of you enjoying the flying balloons. 
at the Ayam Bhavami event. And yes, I hope uh, to see you again and uh, to create more memories together and to talk and empower more women around the world. And uh, thank you so much for uh, sharing uh, your story and uh, your experiences with us. And uh, yeah, thank you again, Amina. And you have a nice day. Same to you. Yes. I love you. I love you.